You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We bring on Patrick Everson of Vegas Insider, their senior reporter. Uh, We've been trying to figure this out, Patrick, all show long, and everybody kind of has a different opinion because it's such a unique game and a unique situation. This Sunday, with obviously Deshaun Watson making his debut for Cleveland, right now the Browns head into Houston as seven-point favorites, but you've got all of the emotion and all the other aspects of, you know, he hasn't played in a year and a half. Uh, The the fans are going to get, could they get in his head? There's a million ways you could convince yourself to go one way or the other. How are you handicapping this game, and how do you view it right now? Well, I'm not doing a lot of handicapping on it, but I am getting, you know, some, uh, uh, look, I think it's a total stay away, if you want my opinion. Uh, I think that Deshaun Watson's been out way too long to, you know, make heads or tails of exactly what he does for this team come Sunday, let alone going back to Houston to have to do it. Um, It's it's a fascinating game, but what I will tell you with one odds maker with pretty up to pretty up-to-date splits on this game. And again, it's early in the week, and I convey this to all the all the fine hosts of the show each week, is whenever we're talking about things on a Tuesday night, it's a limited amount of money in the pot. The game could completely get turned on its head by even one significant wager, which we seem to see a lot of these lately, whether it's with BetMGM or elsewhere. And in this case, one odds maker's already got tickets 5-1 to one and money 9-1 to one in the early going on the Browns on the spread. So I think that's kind of fascinating. I'm going to guess, like I said, that it's a, well, I, mean, I know it's a pretty small pot, but I'm kind of surprised that it's, uh, you know, kind of that overwhelming early on uh, in this situation like this, where I just think you don't know enough about exactly what Deshaun Watson is. You know, I think next week is, a, is you know, would be seeing him play and then taking your cues from that next week seems to me like a better idea. Yeah, that is a fascinating game. Pat, I want to talk to you about Monday Night Football, Saints and Bucks, because the line movement in this game has been fascinating, too. Opened at six when Tampa was favored. Now it's all the way down to three and a half. Been a ton of Saints steam that has come in. We know since Brady's mm-hmm. been in Tampa, the Saints have really always played the Bucks well. Do you think there's any yep. chance that this game can get down to three at any point, or do you think it, it would go back up towards like four, four and a half? Absolutely fair question. Uh, like, I mean, look, we're sitting three and a half already and it's only Tuesday. So I don't think you can discount that it possibly gets to three. It seems like this is, you know, three and a half seems like it ought to be a resistance point in this game, uh, PJ. And I think it will be, but this, this has been sharp money on the underdog literally from the get go. Uh, there's an odds maker I speak with, as I allude to you and your peers on BetMGM tonight, every week, I talk every Sunday night with this odds maker. And so consistently I'm getting, you know, I'm getting a consistent message, you know? And he said, we took sharp money on the dog right out of the gate. And that was when they opened at six and a half, went down to six right away. And as you've noted over the last couple of days, now we're down all the way down to three and a half. I just think 
people are are more and more underwhelmed with the Bucks. And the numbers can back it up. Look, they're two and four straight up in their last six games, and they're one seven and one against the spread in their last nine. They don't they don't cover. They're not winning lately, and they're and they haven't covered in two months, basically. Wow. Uh, you know, one game. So, you know, I, I think at some point even the public works its way past that and is not gonna bet on Tom Brady. I don't I don't know. You know, it's Monday night, it's prime time, it's standalone game. There's certainly gonna be plenty of activity on this game, and people are probably going to have a hard time pulling the trigger on the red rifle. Um, <laughs> so it could still be a situation where they're gonna need you know, where they're going to need the Saints in this game. Uh, I will tell you that, uh, you know, with uh, with one odds maker that's got more updated numbers, it's pretty good two-way play at this point. Um, that, so there's definitely sharp money coming in on the Saints. I can tell you that. There's no question about that. But just in general, uh, with one odds maker at this point, as we speak on Tuesday night, 61% of spread tickets on the Buccaneers. Short, sort of shows perhaps a public lean, but money is almost dead even. The Dolphins have another chance to make a uh, a statement against the 49ers this weekend. You know how the NFL is. Like, mm-hmm. they made their statements, but at the same time, it's what have you done for me lately because everybody will still sit there, mm-hmm. and if they play horribly against the 49ers, the narrative's going to change around them. Uh, they have this, The Dolphins have the six best odds at BetMGM to win the Super Bowl. Now, I know we got a lot of season, mm-hmm. obviously, left to go, but when you look at those you look at those odds right now, if they beat the 49ers, is this the time if you like the Dolphins and you don't have a ticket on them to win the Super Bowl already? Is this the time to jump on that 12 to 1? Just given the fact that if they do win as four point dogs heading into Santa Clara, that that number is obviously going to shorten and you're going to lose some value on that ticket. Yeah, I think the, yeah, I think time is ahead of the weekend. Yeah. And I may even do it myself. I might shop around a little bit, see if I can do a little bit better than that. And everybody else should too. But yes, I think this is the time. I mean, this might be. The quasi, not so much anymore, not not as much as they were maybe a couple of weeks ago, three, four weeks ago, but the quasi under the radar team, whereas San Francisco is quickly becoming the sexier and sexier pick uh, third on the odds board uh, uh, at many spots this week. I think they were even second uh, for a for a little bit. There's been some flip flopping going around near the top, but San Francisco has definitely been uh, a sexy pick, Nick. And uh, the odds maker I spoke with on Sunday night said, look, this is going to be first off. One of the better games this weekend, no question. We'll definitely definitely draw some good handle. And he noted this book particular uh, opened at four and a half, and it was one way. He said one way traffic on the Dolphins right out of the gate, and they went down to three and a half in a hurry, literally on Sunday night. So he said, however, he's not surprised with that because the Dolphins the Dolphins are a popular bet because they're a fun team to watch and they can put up points, which kind of goes hand in hand. If you can put up points, you're a fun team to watch. If you're a fun team to watch, well, you're probably putting up points. He thinks they might actually end up, and I thought this was fascinating, might end up needing San Fran by the time this game kicks off. And the reason I find that fascinating is because, as I noted, San Fran is is quickly becoming kind of a flavor of the month mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl odds market, even though they're only 7-4 and four and they've got several teams in front of them. Uh, record-wise, they've only got one or two teams, basically the Bills and the Chiefs, in front of them on the odds board. So uh, them needing the, if they end up needing the Niners, I think that would be fascinating and they might, I mean, I'm looking again with another odds maker who regularly updates the splits throughout the week on these games, early tickets, three to one plus early money, two to one on the dolphins on the road against the Niners team. That's won four in a row. Fascinating stuff, Pat, you know, Mm -hmm. this commanders giants game, I could see being a, a pros versus Joe's game. And it reminds me, of a couple games we've seen the last couple weeks. Dallas at Minnesota, uh, Cincinnati against the Titans last week. Washington's a small road favorite where probably a lot of people 
are going to get tricked into taking the Giants as home dogs. Do you see this game as uh, the Sharps probably are going to like the Commanders in this spot? I think they might. That's a really good question because the Commanders are becoming a little bit more public too. I yes. mean, mm-hmm. they, they are... They look good. They're fun to watch. I mean, I know that the record's not great, but it's not bad. Everybody in the NFC East is above 500, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I, I'm, I'm not positive, but I think at the moment, wouldn't all four of those teams potentially make the playoffs? Mm-hmm. They would, um, yeah. That's just that's just incredible. Um, no, I mean the Commanders are fun are a fun team to watch. I mean, it's it's they're they're getting a little bit of uh, public love in their own right. And I know they've been uh you know, they were uh, for a couple of books including BetMGM, I believe, they were a bad result on Sunday, no question. I know that Jason Scott, Vice President of Trading for BetMGM, he told me Sunday morning before that game kicked off that they uh that they needed Atlanta in that game. So, um, you know, there may have been some sharp planet commanders, but there was definitely public play as well. You may be right. I mean, seeing the Giants at home getting points, I mean, to me, it's attractive. I think the Giants are going to win that game outright. I think they need that game, you know. Uh, I So I might I might dabble in the money line on that. But this is, uh, with one odds maker right now, literally, again, updated within the last 10 minutes or so probably. Um, it's totally two-way action. Uh, a modest lean to the Giants on tickets and money. But basically... Uh, a really good two-way game as we look at this on on Tuesday night. Hmm. Talking to Patrick Everson here on BetMGM tonight. Hey, PJ and I were talking about this earlier. So we know we have to wait till the end of the week. What do you think the props market is going to look like for Aaron Rodgers' numbers if he does play? Because <laughs> like he said yesterday or today, whatever it was, on Pat McAfee's show that he the scans were good and he's probably going to play. I, I mean, he's just so banged up. I feel like those numbers are going to be really low. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Um, you know, we're, all we can do is speculate, but yeah. I would guess they'll be low. I mean, yeah, and maybe they'll even be less inclined. Maybe they won't have quite as robust uh, as many Rodgers props. I mean, obviously you're going to have, you know, passing yards and over yeah. under on touchdowns or what have you. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, look, Rodgers and, you know, Ryan, you know, Matt Ryan didn't really impress me last night. And Rodgers hasn't hasn't been impressive, and he's dinged up. And you know, my Broncos with Russ Wilson. <laughs> I almost wonder whether all three of those guys are just done. Yeah, but we'll see. But yeah, I think it's a really good point. Uh, and maybe maybe because of that, though, Nick, you'll get some value on that. Maybe you know, maybe the numbers will be adjusted to a point where you're like, okay, maybe I should take the over. You know, uh, maybe he's due for something good. But I just don't see it happening. I mean, it's just uh, he's too dinged up, and that team is just not good as as we've seen over these last several weeks. Yeah, they are not. Good. I want to see Jordan Love play so bad. I, 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 I really <laughs> would love to see him get out there and get a start after all this. I would too. Pat, I want to talk to you about college football because it is championship week. I want to know, do you think USC or TCU is going to be a more public play this week? Well, I can tell you with at least one odds maker, USC is a very public play. The largest reported bet of football season, NFL or college, has come in on USC. And Ooh. it was like 900000 plus. Wow, that is Nick Ashu money yes. right there. Crazy. Monster monster bet and i believe it was usc uh money line so you know and it's a short number so it's not like it's a not like they're laying you know heavy juice on the uh on the money line there but just a massive massive bet it's nine hundred thousand plus so and i don't you know that's 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 a that's a high roller play for sure and it's not to say that the better doesn't know college football or understand what what 
you know what what they're doing. They certainly, I'm sure they do to a strong extent if you're throwing around that kind of money. But I don't think it's considered necessarily a sharp play. I think it's. I think USC will be the public side on this. The odds maker, uh, one odds maker who I speak with every week for the college re- report that I do that updates throughout the week on Vegas Insider, but for the initial posting of this report, uh, the, the Trojans opened one and a half and they got to three pretty quickly by Monday and spread tickets were two to one and money was three to one in USC. And this odds maker said the public and Sharps both backing USC early on. And he said USC money line and this is as of Monday, was already 8-1 to one tickets and 11-1 to one money. So I, at least early, it looks like they're back in USC pretty good in this game. And again, like I said, there's just that one absolutely massive wager. I mean, I could buy two or three houses with that. I mean, there's all sorts <laughs> of things you could do. I just, you know, it's a little, it's a little unfathomable at some, to a degree. But even the everyday players, you know, are still, when tickets and money are running that way, um, that's not so out of whack. Two to one, three to one. It's it's significant, but it's not way out of whack by like a nine hundred thousand dollar wager. It's clear that people are kind of lining up on the Trojans at least early in the week. Yeah, see, it's always those guys. They do it and they ruin it for everybody else. You change the lines with your big bets <laughs> and you give all of us no shot after that. He's Patrick Everson, Vegas Insider, senior reporter. Appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on with us. Absolutely. You two have a great week. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Pat. I, I really I really do hope, like, looking at the way the college football playoff st- standings are right now, the way the rankings are, I really want to see USC up against Georgia. Like, the more and more I think about it, that USC offense against that Georgia defense, like, I really, that's two of the, it's the best defense in the country, one of the best offenses in the country. I just want to see, I, I, I think Georgia wins the game. Yeah. Uh, because they're, uh, the USC defense is a problem. But I, I just want to see Caleb Williams go up against that defense. No, I agree. And again, like Chase Kitty, who we interviewed earlier, alluded to, we've seen Lincoln Riley in the playoff before, and his yeah. teams have all done the same thing. Yep. They slart, they start incredibly slow, they give up a ton of points to the opposition, and they tend to get blown out. And uh, like you said, Caleb Williams is going to be the best player on the field. I think he'll put up points, but George is just, they're too good. Too oh, good. I, I think Georgia probably wins it again this year, if we're being honest. I do, too.